0: to this edition of brother reg I'm your host reg Allen I'm excited <laughs> to have you here today that's I'm bringing you the heat I'm bringing you all the energy the
1: heat is brought you
2: sound like you're at skateland
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is skate do you guys 100? know what skateland is no okay no. no. Me this is just this is like kind of a in between two reg thoughts this here is the inside skate this <laughs> is so when uh, skateland was the place that I love to go when I was a little kid I would go because they would do couple skate where you could hold hands and skate around that's the rink. Cute. I went every Saturday, and I back then I had hair, and I would work so hard to have my hair be b- just perfect, thinking that the crush that I had would just like walk over to me during the ladies' choice and be like, "I've been noticing <laughs> that your hair is perfect," you and know, I would I like, like that guy
1: ever. <laughs>
0: Shoot! And it turns out, out that they now. never did. Yeah. They never did. But later in uh, later in Sarah Lynn and I's businesses. We ended up, it was such a special place to me that we would rent out the entire facility. Aww. We would invite every single person that we knew, all of my clients, all of our friends, all of our family, and we'd have hundreds of people every year for our Christmas party. And we rent out the whole skating rink. And, uh, and I would basically tell the snack bar everything's free for everyone. Every, you know, any game's free, any Santa skating's came. free. Yeah, we had Santa come. Sarah Lynn worked tirelessly <laughs> can to have... I be invited
1: to your next Christmas <laughs> party. <laughs> Sarah Lynn worked
0: tirelessly to have these special things that Santa, these bags that Santa gave every kid. Aww. For adults, we gave away thousands of dollars in these really like cool prizes, prizes every year. Uh, uh,
1: we're going
3: okay.
0: And then, <laughs> and then, um, and then like they had, you know, those money machines where you see like money floating around. People have dollar bills, and it's how many you can sneak through the little, the little slot, and that's mm-hmm. how much you get to keep. Well, we we filled it up like with hundred dollar bills and fifties and twenties and like and so you we would raffle off this. It was basically the coolest Christmas party and we did it every year and I totally missed it. Anyways, that's a total side note. It's time to introduce those that are my co host. We're gonna start with our friend Marco. Okay, so this
3: is Marco Reyes speaking. I am from Mud Lake, Idaho. Formerly known as Crystal Lake, Thank you. Idaho. Thank you.
1: wretch <laughs> gestures every time.
0: <laughs> we're, we're waiting.
1: <laughs> we got London on the track. What up, Lundy? <laughs> it's Sarah Lynn.
0: And we're so glad Woo. to have beautiful Sarah Lynn. So today, today's podcast is going to be fun. It's going to be reflective. I'm going to resist every urge that I have to have any tears, and we're going to have some fun memories and... Uh, and then just talk about a few things. And I hope everyone loved the episode of having uh, Fenton on this last episode. I thought he was so cute, and I've got a lot of messages that were just really sweet. He's so sweet. So thank you, for, thank you for listening, and we're excited to have you tune in today. Those of you that don't know, in this last few weeks, I made a decision to make a change and to leave BYU-Idaho as a full-time professor, and, um, and I just accepted a position at Melaleuca, the wellness company based in um, in Shelly, Idaho. And I just accepted a role as the senior marketing director and I'll be responsible for some of their greatest and best products. I love all their products, but I'm excited for the change. I just started two days ago and I've loved it. Great vibe. And with change, there's all of these mix of feelings that come along with these types of changes.
3: Okay, wait. So really quick change. You started two days ago have you even gone to your office yet? I did. I went yesterday. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yes.
0: So with everything as it is, I'm going to be working from home. It's going to be an interesting challenge to be onboarded and get it familiar, you know, to really become familiar with my team and those that I'll be working with when it's all just through technology. Change is really, I don't even want to say the word hard because it's not a fair word. Uh, the word hard almost infers negativity. And I think change brings opportunity for growth that surpasses almost any other moment in our life. So when I think about change, I don't want to say hard. I want to say this is an opportunity for me to be stretched and become something more. So when I've been contemplating this change, Sherilyn and I knew that we were going to be making a change. It's felt like it's time. And it's not a reflection on all of the on the joyous memories that I have of of thousands of students that I love and and all of the opportunities there. But there's something about choosing to put yourself in a situation that is uncomfortable, that puts you on the tip of your toes and allows you to feel that that feeling of being alive.
3: It's an interesting topic, change, because I have, I know people that are afraid of change and so they will actually change before change can affect them, you know?
2: (laughs) just constantly changing.
3: You know what I mean? Yeah, like... Well, if they know that they're gonna have to say goodbye to me at the end of a semester, two months before, they will start to distance themselves. They just cut you I off. See. Yeah. Rude. Well, wow. not like not like right cut off, but like <laughs> okay, g- <good>. gradually <laughs> to the we point. do they change
2: things. before it's painful.
3: Yeah, and and I and I don't know. I I kind of like goodbyes. <laughs> same same goodbyes. <laughs> like goodbye. Are are oh, yeah. very it's like I
2: never it, heard anyone say that.
3: It's like an it's like an amazing. Um, symphony and it just ends with this beautiful note and it's like goodbye you know what I mean?
1: on, message us on Instagram if you are weird like Marco <laughs> and like <laughs> saying goodbye <laughs> I'm really interested I think, I think one <laughs> of the
0: powers of, of goodbye is, um, is reflection change change brings about reflection that if you if you don't embrace that change you can miss out on some of the deep processing to be able to have this become for your good for instance, um, some people say, hey, look, I this, this person has 20 years of experience of doing X, Y, or Z. Well, they might not have 20 years of experience. They might have one year of experience repeated 20 times. And sometimes the difference between having 20 years of experience or one year repeated over and over for 20 times is the power of processing, the power of letting it sink in and saying, what am I learning here and how do I improve from where I'm at? one one of the things for me as i've looked over this change for me there was a few of a few of my friends and colleagues that that put together a retirement party from BYU Idaho through zoom mm-hmm. and, and those can that I
1: say it was amazing i <laughs> loved it <laughs>
0: i loved first it. it's kind it was uh, you know i i would have loved and i do plan to have the party of a century to 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 retire
1: <gasps> please,
0: can you I don't know if everyone out, please? I don't know if everyone's willing to go down to Mesa, Arizona for if the party. If you pay,
1: I think everyone would be more than willing.
0: You guys to buy, you, you need to buy a lot of merchandise from London and Marco so that they can pay for everyone to come down <laughs> to the Christmas party.
3: Which, I will add, is looking beautiful. Oh,
1: yes. We're, we're getting there. So
0: here, so one of the things that has been powerful is um, this this last week, a few of my closest friends put on a video chat reunion or not reunion but it was almost like a reunion to me but it was this moment where i think that we had about 70 different people that came on to this zoom meeting and it was a surprise to me pat megan did a, an incredible job being our host of the hour long brother re- pat show we had the brother pat show yes <laughs> it's a real hit it was but the the format i saw a mix of students and friends that i've had in college some of my close friends outside of school, and then a broad range of students that I've had over the last six years. And for them to share some of their memories of me as an instructor, really, I, I think my camera was pulled away just far enough that people that couldn't see close enough didn't see the tears streaming down my eyes. I don't know if you guys saw <laughs> it <did>. or not. <laughs> we saw <laughs> But it, it touched my heart. And I think one, one of uh, a couple of my friends have said, it almost seemed like it was a funeral. And I don't think that it was a funeral in the sense that it was sad or depressing. I think how it felt like a funeral is a funeral is a chance to celebrate a life. A funeral is a chance for deep reflection and contemplation. And to look back over the last six years as a teacher and say, some of these things that were shared that are ingrained into my soul, it's amazing. Everyone should have the, the blessing to be able to look back on their life and see some of the impact that they've made. Because I don't think that most of the time we take the time to, to do that. And, and it was a reminder to me that, frankly, doing something like that for many other people in my life, when they're making a transition from something where they gave their heart, that would be a beautiful thing to be able to share with lots of people. Because it was in, in some respects, it was like I attended a funeral of me leaving teaching as a BYU-Idaho professor, but not obviously an end to my life. One, one of the emails that a, a student, a past student sent me this last week, the, the subject of his email said, you can't retire from who you are. And I thought I, that really, it really touched my heart because I thought if who I became as in the process of being an instructor, that's not, that's not a career. That's something that gets to stay with me forever. Who I became through those experiences and transitioning now get to stay with me. And so do the beautiful relationships any anyone that's been my past student, I hope they know. For heaven's sakes, I hope they know that I'm their number one fan and that I love them. And to have messages of love really touched my heart. A couple of th- a couple of things that really stood out to me was um, Sarah Lynn, at, at times, you you mentioned that you wished that you were more outgoing or yes, some of some of those types of things. When
2: I want to be just like you, no, <laughs> that's so
1: cute.
0: I. I and I want to be just like Sarah Lynn. Oh. <laughs> but good, to, oh. it's a it's oh. a good it's a good thing that um first of all, it's a everyone that knows me also knows that I think sometimes because I'm more outgoing, people meet me and think, Oh, wow, Reg's really outgoing and then when they get to know Sarah Lynn they think, Oh wow, Reg is actually the lucky one here. <laughs> <laughs> and and I and I think I think it was almost a, a celebration for both Sarah Lynn and I. I have no idea how many people have been into our home over the last six years from my time at BYU-Idaho, but I would I would venture to say well over a thousand people have been into our home and had a meal. I would actually just be curious, um, just for fun of it, if you have any memories of Coming over here, if you were any of my students or friends that have ever had a meal from Sarah Lynn or had an experience with her, you ought to you ought to shout that out to Sarah Lynn on our on our social media, and we'll share it with her. Because that's
1: nice, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Because as I mentioned to someone the other day, without Sarah Lynn's love and support for me, it would never allow me to give love to my students the way that I have. That wouldn't be possible. If Sarah Lynn didn't love and support me the way that she does. So it was a it was a celebration for, for Sarah Lynn as well, I thought. I wanted to I wanted to take any questions that, that the three of you have, just as as we're reflecting on, on my time at BYU Idaho in this transition. Is there anything that you've wanted to ask? So now that you're
3: not at BYU Idaho anymore, students can still reach out, right?
0: Absolutely. So, my, my cell phone number, you know what? It's been a while since I've said my cell phone number on this <laughs> 208 podcast. Two zero eight. Do you know it? 5-something-something. No, something. no, no, no.
1: <laughs> it has a 5. I
0: know it's five 208-254-0833. <laughs> I plan to keep the cell phone number forever. My um, one, one thing for those that are accustomed to emailing me at my BYU-Idaho email address, my my personal email is just regallen at gmail.com. So any, any of my friends, any of our listeners, any of my past students, which incidentally are my friends, <laughs> I will always respond. I mentioned to someone the other day, I plan to be my student's number one fan forever. And any of my past students are still my past students. And if you've left my class, then you know that I'm still a, a fan of yours and we probably still touch base and I love it.
1: Okay, I have a question. What was the craziest thing you ever did?
0: In my well, uh, life?
1: No, at BYU-Idaho.
0: <laughs> I think, I think the, cri- well, define crazy.
1: In, in any way you want, like, I, I think of the first day of class.
0: <laughs> so when I, so a, a while ago, I came up with this crazy idea. I I tried to figure out, I knew that everyone, when they were, when they were starting a class, it was this normal thing where people just say, Say your name, where you're from, and what your major is.
1: And your favorite cereal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or something random. Something, someone come up with something
0: random. But I realized that nobody cared. And and the reason is is that when someone, let's say you're in a circle and it's going to be your turn and there's 10 people ahead of you, all you can think about is, don't sound like a goober. Don't sound like a goober. You're much. not listening to the <laughs> <Yeah>. person. <laughs> At me. and then And then after you go, you spend the next 10 people thinking, about how you were a goober at whatever <laughs> you said. This
1: is my favorite explanation. <laughs> so I, you, I I'm
2: literally thinking right now, not listening to what you're saying. And I'm thinking about what I'm going to say. That's, 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 that's just what we <laughs> do. It's, it's just
0: what we do. So I, I thought, you know what? What would be the funnest way that we could start class and have something that would equalize everyone and put people off their their norm?
1: I think you also left out terrifying
0: Terrifying. (laughs) Terrifying. But for those of you that haven't been in my class and those that have, you know exactly what I'm talking about here. (laughs) Basically what ends up happening is is i pull everyone into a big circle. We would put on top 40 music. And then I would tell everyone, we're going to clap to the beat. We're all in the circle and we're going to clap. And one at a time, whenever you're ready, you're going to come out into the circle and freestyle dance for like four to six seconds. And we're going to chant your name. You're going to go out in the circle and say, I'm Reg. Go Reg. Go Reg. Right? And clap yeah. to the beat. <laughs> and then, uh, and the only requirements were that everyone in the class goes and that no one does the same dance move twice. And so every semester, the reason this came about is it was what scared me the most. I did, when I think about high school dances or junior high, the only dancing I did was the slow dancing, and that's only because it didn't take any moves. You just waddled, and I felt like I was a good <laughs> <Yeah>. waddler. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I get to touch a girl's hand. This is, this is my dream come true. Anyways, um, so this last semester, I tried to do a dance move that scared the heck out of me, and basically what ended up happening is we turned on that music, and I'd always wanted to try to do the worm, so just straight <laughs> oh, up in front of yeah. everyone. Yeah. Were you
2: there, Lyndon? Yes. I did the awesome. full
0: out worm, and I gave everything I had. We had to post it just for fun on social I'm media. I'm so
2: glad oh, someone yeah. videotaped
1: it. Posted.
0: But we we all did it, and what was interesting about it to me was that everyone had their own time, and I didn't I didn't force it in the sense that you have to come out or that we shame people. Everyone has their own time for these types of things. Everyone has their own time for making change, for doing something scary. And at the end of it all, respecting everyone's process and knowing that we're happy to wait however long it takes and that you have our full support, I think it helped create an environment in the classroom where people thought, one, this is so far out of the norm, I'm never going to forget it. And two, we're all in this together. It's true. It's true.
3: Like, I remember London and I were in the same class when it happened. I think
1: we were actually standing near each other. Were we? I think so. Because I
3: didn't know you in the beginning of class. Well,
1: yeah, no one knew. I didn't know anyone in that <laughs> class. Um, but, yeah, I think we were standing next to each other, and I was like, when is this guy going to go? Because I'll, I'll probably go after he goes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I I went somewhere in the middle. Uh, but I do remember there was there's a people who immediately went. They just, oh, like, yeah either they were afraid so they got it over with or they felt confident but the people who waited forever and ever everyone was cheering them on they were yeah. like you can do it with like, with happiness yeah, with yeah, yeah. yeah encouragement there was no forcing There, were like it was it was really cool
1: and i think it was because of that we built the best friendships ever really like, though all of the, my best friends came yeah. from that class
0: seriously there's something powerful about being equalized, and me always going first, I think, helped us be on the same page. Oh, yeah. And um, I think when I, when I reflect, another thing that I've been thinking about was just what an impact that students have had on my life and my family's life. I think sometimes um, we get this mistaken idea that because I'm older or because I'm this or this experience, that I'm somehow not human or that I'm a greater human than someone else. I can't tell you how many students blow me away in their capacity, not just intellectually, but in their, in their attitudes and their perspectives and their service and the love and compassion that they have. I've been more touched by students than I could have ever imagined, far more than my, than my normal peer group, because it's, it was this attitude of we're in this together. And, and when I look back, I remember my very first semester, I thought, oh, my gosh, I love this group. How am I ever going to have, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to love my next group of students like I love this group. And, and I did legitimately worry about it. And then the very next semester, I get this group of another 80 to 180 students, <laughs> whatever <laughs> it was, take. give or take. <laughs> and I thought, oh, my heavens my capacity to love just increased. My love wasn't limited based on, on time. And that I, I learned to be able to lean in and give my entire love and soul to individuals in classes in the very next semester. None of those feelings in the past diminished. They all stayed exactly the same. To this day, if I get a note from a past student, whether I had them two weeks ago or six years ago, I felt the exact same feelings of love, the exact same feelings of care, and and it didn't matter how many. I think what did we figure out that I had probably about seventeen hundred students at my time at BYU Idaho. I'm guessing it was it seemed like we did the math. It was somewhere That's around that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I I legitimately felt like I had great love, true love, not just hey love you. Everyone loves the word love right now, but not. Not many people mean it, I think. And so to give love liberally, I've received far more love than I've ever given. It's come back to me tenfold. And I and I will never, never forget that.
3: And you just said something really powerful that I think we need to take note of. Because you were afraid of that second semester if you were going to be able to love them as much. But it was your capacity to love that grew. Regardless of the time, and who they were. And I think that, like, that could come for a teacher. That could come for when you move to a new place and get new friends. It could even come for, like, when you break up with someone and you're like, how can I ever love somebody as much as I love them? And really, it's it's not about the other person. It's about you. You can grow and you can change, and your ability to love will increase.
0: Totally agree. I
2: love that. That was great.
0: One of the – when I think about um, – what brings me and I've tried to tie this across my entire career and thinking about this more deeply, but I think nothing brings greater satisfaction to me than blessing someone's life that I that I I'm not aware of anything that they could do to bless mine in that moment. Does that make sense? To be able to give give liberally without expecting something in return. When you can give to someone just because you love them because you care and not because you're expecting something in return. Love is not transactional. We definitely have to have the power of reciprocation in our relationships, but this idea of giving trust liberally to students or to our peers or our coworkers, it turns out that when people are laying in bed at night, they don't, if you think about anybody that trusts you the most or that you love the most. When you're laying in bed at night, it turns out that you're not laying there thinking, now that I have this person's trust, it's really time to take them to school, <laughs> right? Like to give, to lead out with love and trust allows for people to reciprocate in their own way and in their own time. And if they don't, then it really tests your your own responsibility to whether or not you're loving or whether you're doing this as a transaction.
2: I love that. I feel like I've received so much more from your students than I've ever given them. They show me so much love, even when they don't even know me, and I definitely don't know them. I think you probably talk about me in classes a lot, so
1: that's true. They might,
2: <laughs> they probably know me better than I
1: know them at the beginning. Essentially, you're like a cel- a celebrity Aww. where you know Reg <laughs> just talks about you. He hypes you up, and we're like, oh, my gosh, she sounds amazing. And then we meet, and we're like, oh, I feel like I know you. Oh, that's nice. Well, and yeah. she's like, I have no idea who you are, but cool. <laughs> but even
2: if I don't know who they are, I always feel their love for me and for Reg and for our family. And so I love that from we hope students. We hope
0: to keep that forever.
2: Yeah. Sarah Lynn will
1: always be a celebrity. Aww. Always.
0: I was visiting with my team today um, in my new responsibility, and one of the things that I told them was that I plan to be – their number one fan to help them reach their personal and professional goals. And I mean it. And I think I think transferring the desire to bless other people at BYU Idaho and moving into this role and saying I'm going to be your number one fan. I think I think when whatever position or responsibilities we have, if we can start to look at other people and say my job is to help you succeed. That's my job. Not at the detriment of me, at the growth of love and at the ability to be able to magnify others around you, to notice the good in others and to be their number one fan, I can't wait to see what this growth entails.
2: It's the same idea that love can multiply and grow and it's not its not a finite resource. resource. And abundance is important in love or in support or in anything like that.
0: Totally agree. I, w- I want to mention. I want to speak specifically to my past students. One, um, I hope. I hope you. I hope that you stay in contact with me forever. That I'm not leaving, and anything that uh, anything that I've ever had with you, connection wise, will always be there. And two, I have such great love and respect for you. you. You know that and I think that you know that because of how hopefully what you felt when we're together and not a day passes that I don't think about a number of those students that I love and miss and think of. I love getting your updates. I love hearing about what you're doing and, um, and it goes for the listeners. Those of you that I've gotten to know I love getting your notes and your messages. I love hearing about your life and your your experiences. And I just want to to say I I plan and hope to be able to carry this podcast on for a long time to come. And if if you're willing, I would love to, to hear notes that you're listening, that you that you enjoy it. We I know that um, I believe that we're probably around eight thousand listens now, I believe, or, or close to it. And this is, this is, a uh, something that we treasure and we're glad to have had you here on this episode. Much love, all of our respect. Please, please, if you're willing, please comment, um, like our, like our Facebook as well as on our social media. Our Instagram account is at brother Reg. And then, uh, Smash that button that that reviews that reviews our podcast on whatever you listen to it, so that we can have more and more people be aware of this. Much love, respect. See you next week. See ya. Bye.